This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad. Enjoy! It is the Chicago First podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists and industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black. Welcome to Chicago. Haima Black, Dynasty Podcasts. We are live at Virgin Hotel. Uh, back after a summer hiatus, took the summer off from recording new episodes other than panels. Uh, to get a couple of new things going, I launched an Airbnb podcasting class. You can find that in the Experiences Store of Airbnb. Um, shameless plug, but if you want to learn how to podcast, Airbnb, Airbnb.com, search Chicago, and click on the Experiences tab. Uh, but now we're back with our fall season, and we are kicking it off here tonight with two gentlemen from a band that I just saw live uh, maybe a week, week and a half ago at Chop Shop. Is that when you yeah, guys played yeah, there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When was that show? That was August 11th. August 11th, okay. Yeah, with Rick Wilson and Tasha and Thelonious Martin. Was that like two weeks ago? I think it was two weeks ago. Wow. What's going on, my dude? That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. So I saw you guys for the first time, and I should introduce you. We have Jamie McNear and Eli Cohen from the band Manwolves here tonight. Yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for coming through. That's us. Um, So I saw you guys for the first time at Chop Shop, but I've been seeing the name for a while because you guys have, I feel like, been... I don't know. Does it feel like you're starting to get a little known in Chicago? Yeah, I would say so. Um, I don't know. It's kind of weird to see how everything has changed because we used to be just some high school kids who would put out music every now and then, not really know the best way to go about releasing that music. Um, but we have since started meeting the right people, learning, getting advice on how to go about releasing music, how to, I don't know, just network. And yeah, no, I think it's kind of cool. So I want to touch on all those things that you just brought up, sure. but like, let's start with the high school thing. You guys just graduated this past spring, is that correct? Two springs ago. Oh, two springs, okay. 2016. 2016, okay. Yeah. So you're a year out of high school. Yep. Was it weird being in a band in high school? Was it just something like people just thought like, oh, you're just, you know, kids in a band, or did people know that you guys took it seriously? You well, take it, bro. I mean, so it was like some kids really liked what we did at our high school, you know, we had support, but then there was a lot of kids who were who just didn't give a fuck. They were just like, "Oh yeah, that's that's Jamie and Eli's little you dig." Like they're not really <laughs> yeah. doing shit. Like they're not really like, who cares about their music? And it's like, when's the next fucking like high school party and shit? And that was like all they were about. That's the first act of every Eight Mile type movie. Yeah, where people <laughs> like man, get out of here with that shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Is that real? And yeah, like no one was like really kind of out there just being like, oh. Man, wolves or anything. It was just like no one supported us. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say no one, but like a a large majority of people in our grade. So a lot of our support came from kids who are younger than us. Okay. So either like a couple grades removed, even in middle school, like where some of our younger siblings went to, we found out that we were gaining somewhat of a following at those places. Um, And I think that's because they just don't really know who we are. Also, like grades above, low key. True. Yeah, yeah. I think it. I so think there's nobody at the at the home level yeah. support. It's it like cause they, that's like, how it goes. It's because they know us. They're right. like, like, who no the one hell? A grade above of us, like grade above us, our grade or grade below. No one really gave a shit. Yeah, you are. No, no one really gave a shit about us, and they're just like, oh, we don't care. We're just trying to like drink and shit. Like that was yeah. how they were about. That's what high school is, man. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. you guys have seen Super Bad. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Right on. So you graduate high school, and when did this start to kind of transition into being something a little bit more serious for for the band? So we decided to take a year off a while ago, actually. We were still in high school, and um, our music producer, Jim Tulio, he 
like sat us all down and also had a meeting with all of our parents. He was like, yo, there's something here. If they focus and commit to it, then we'll see where things go. Sure. You know, you're never going to know unless you actually try it. And he said the amount of times that there's a good artist, but then they go to college just kills whatever potential and momentum that they already have. So we've, we decided to take our year off <clears throat> from school, which has now, it's starting our second year off, um, our junior year of high school. Okay. So did you finish your senior year or did you leave? Yeah, before? no, we, okay. fin- we finished senior year too. All right. Yeah. So no college though? No, well, he is a part-time student at Columbia. You already oh. know. I'm a part-time teacher at Columbia. Really? Yeah, I did not know that you were a student there. That's awesome. Business and entrepreneurship department. That's what, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, business entrepreneurship. I'm taking music business classes over there, trying to get the whole knowledge, the whole... Yeah, man, like, take my class, self-management <laughs> and freelancing. We'll, we'll coordinate when the mics are off, but, uh, but take my, it's a good one. Yeah. I'm teaching, I'm teaching a good class. Well, we'll see how this uh, fall goes, because um, I might do classes spring, but it all depends. Yeah. I mean, my fall classes are already full up, so... You know, if you're not taking my class, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> spring hit my class. So we'll set that up. Um, right on. So Man Wolves now, like you guys have had, it seems like a busy year. You played, uh, you did Chop Shop the other day. You've done Martyrs. You've done Reggie's, Sub T, and that's all just this year, right? Yeah. yeah. Was this the year that it really started to become kind of a thing? Well, it was like growing. It was right. always growing. But like now, I would say this year is when it's really picked up. Yeah. Like, I mean, we started off our first, like, big headline. It wasn't relatively big. Big for us. Um, we played at Main Stage in Rogers Park off mm-hmm. of the Morse Red Line, which no longer has music shows. They only have, like, private parties. But that's where we played first, and we played Martyrs a whole bunch because we're friends with uh, the people who own it. Um, some of their kids are in our same grade. Um, but, like, the biggest show that we played while still in high school was we played House of Blues with Raven Linnae. Um, in December of 2015, I think. And that, that was a big, yeah, because we graduated that spring, right? which is, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was, that was a big milestone for us. And Raven Linnae is an incredible talent. Yeah. She's she's killing it. She's killing it. But yeah, this like last year has really picked up. We played our biggest show ever out in Colorado college. Yeah, true. Uh, CC, what's good? Yeah. We played at Lollapalooza, which is like their end of the year music festival. Yeah. Wait, Sa- did you see Lollapalooza? Or? Llama. No, Llama. Llama. Yeah, I know. Okay. I know. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It's funny, but uh, we played, yeah, we played that. It was like a good amount of people, like 1,500 people or something. Saba. It was our biggest crowd. It was yeah. right after us. It's a us. big crowd. Yeah, yeah. A big crowd. And then we played a total packed house party right after. That was a lot of fun. Really, like, yo, I feel bad for that house, man. <laughs> we, like, showed up with gear in hand. It got, like, planned the afternoon so, of. So, like... The person who was planning it, Nelson. Shout out Nelson, by He's the way. He's our homie. Yeah, mm-hmm. homie right out there. Um, <laughs> but, um, like, me and him walk up to the back door, and the, like, girl whose house it was had, like, her dog and was about to walk her dog. And Nelson goes, yo, where should we put the gear for the, for the music? And the girl goes, what do you mean? What are you talking about? <laughs> and then Nelson, Nelson literally just looks at me and then looks at her and goes, Yo, can we throw a house party at your, at your house tonight? <laughs> and she goes, was so yeah, sure, I guess. And we and we like just we threw this house party. It was packed. Played music. It got it got really packed. Got house party shows are the most fun. Yeah, oh, yeah. those are the best. They're some, it was some so of my much favorite. Fun. Yeah, it's hard to find them in Chicago anymore. Mm-hmm. But like 
if you can find them, they're good. Like, yeah. I mean, like, there's So Far Sounds, which is some of that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Those are not, like, rowdy no. house shows. No. But, like, I went to see, there's this, like, spazcore band that was called the Blood Brothers, like, like mid-2000s. They were just, like, they were, like, shrieky noise rock. They were, they were killer. <laughs> That's awesome. And they had a side project that was similarly killer. And I went to some random, like, Irving Park area house, and it was just some, some guy's living room. And yeah. They just destroyed it. I it was lo- just killer. Oh. House parties it's the are best amazing. energy. Yeah. 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 So so all right. So you're having this year. You're having this moment right now where people are really finding you. Was that something you had to go chase, or was it something where people were really coming to you? Um, a little bit of both. Yeah, a little bit of both. Like we, uh, I would say like the this year has been like the year of just learning. Mm-hmm. You know, just meeting whoever it's the we. The year of realizing things. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. When, yeah. Yeah. Like for example, like we uh, we talked to Lewis the child and their manager and got mm-hmm. some tips Joey. from them. Yeah, Joey Papatzis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Joey's great people. Yeah, he's a he's a cool dude. He just gave us some advice. We were like, we came to him. This is what we are right now. This is the moves that we're making. And he's like, okay, you got to focus on the blogs, and that was something that we just never really did. And after that, we created a list send out emails every time we release a, a song and like that has helped tremendously well and joey's so good uh who manages louis louis the child yeah then i think he helps uh win and woo mm-hmm. uh, he helps josh young from floss well formerly of flostradamus now yeah me too but he's really good at tapping into like helping the younger talent yeah like the louis the child guys are i don't think they're there are great or at least one of them is freddie okay uh, but yeah, they went to Nutria. But young guys. Yeah. yeah. So like, he's really good at helping out that young talent True. right now. I, I also gotta I gotta shout you out because yeah. this year we went to um, a panel that you hosted. Really? Um, Austin Vesley, Hebrew Brentley, and Andrew Barber. Yeah, that, that was, was a really cool. That was a killer panel. It was, was our really biggest cool. panel ever. We got a fire hazard warning at that. Really? Event. I've never done a podcast where there were so many people that we got a fire hazard. That's warning. crazy. But that yeah, no, we went one. we went to that. Um, That's so cool. Tried I did to not soak know up that. knowledge. Yeah. So um, it's kind of cool that we're doing this just because it's like. Yeah, man. I'm there glad is we patrons. Have you on. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're... the whole thing of Dynasty Podcast that we cover like emerging Chicago talent. It's mm-hmm. like what we've always done. We were talking on the mics a little bit before about how I worked in radio. When I worked in radio, that was my job for 13 years, like putting up and coming Chicago acts on the radio. Yeah. On like a Sunday night broadcast. So, so anyway, so it's keeping that thing going. Um, so you've gotten some good advice. You've been doing the outreach. Like, what has this learning curve been like? Because you guys are like, I feel like you're getting on, but there's not really like a, a guidebook for that kind of thing. Was no, there a lot of trial error? Were there a lot of obstacles? Was there a lot of hearing no? There is a bunch of trial and error. And there's like, I mean, a lot of it was just looking up to people and like seeing what they can give to us. Because there, there's definitely have been like a bunch of trial of error of like playing shows and then it's ended up like not really working out with us getting paid yeah. and all that. It's a hard and thing. It's a hard thing for sure. And then like <sighs> releasing something and it having like not done as well as our last release and nothing really changed. Maybe that was the problem all of that. It is like a bunch of just like us doing something trying to pick out all of the problems of what we did and then just, like, learn from that. And then yep. you troubleshoot all over again. Exactly. Yeah. It, it never ends, man. It nope. never ends. Not yeah. at all. It's always just, like, shit, we could be doing this better. Like, how can we be doing this better? We're always, like... It's when you stop thinking like that or you stop looking for ways to improve that it's, like, you're really in trouble. You know, because even if something like, okay, we did that panel that you guys attended and it went really well, 
but the next day I was like, what else, like what's the next step? Like yeah. how do we make this better? Like how do yeah. we get that going? And that's how you got you got to look at these things. True. Um, so you know, I was reading I think a These Days article uh, with you guys, and you were talking about some of your influences, Chance, the Oh My's, which I can totally hear, and kids these days. And like I th- I think it's easy to draw a comparison between Manwolf's music and kids these days. Mm-hmm. So my first question is like. Were you guys even old enough to ever actually see kids these days? Yeah, we, we saw did. their show at the Vic, really? which was um, Mathian, I think, that dude who opened up for them. Who else was on that bill? Save, Save Money, which is basically right. like just Tokyo and Joey and Kami came out. Um, really early on. But that show was so fucking that was crazy. So, that was yeah. so much fun. We were, yeah, we were listening to them. Like They had their EP... And mm-hmm. they released Trap House Rock. And yeah, we right. listened to both of those projects. They came to Evanston. Yeah, when Township we were freshmen, high school. When we were mm-hmm. fre- uh, freshmen, they came and just started just like handing out music. posters and tickets and shit. Yeah, they were so good about that street yeah. level marketing. Like I yeah. remember that South by Southwest when they were like really blowing up. They were on the ground. They were just everywhere you looked around Sixth Street in Austin. There were kids these days posters. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, I was just I was so interested in that because I was like, man, like did these guys even like overlap with when they were an active band? Yeah. Because it seems like a while ago now. It was, was R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah, yeah I mean, we know we fucked with them heavy. Yeah, still I do. Mean, the spirit of kids these days really lives on. Yeah, in everything that all those guys are doing, Ohm and which is kind of crazy is that like after that show at the Vic, like right. that's when I first heard about Chance and like just seeing how like I think when I found out about him, he had like eight hundred likes on Facebook. Right, and now he's, now he's yeah just a, just a smidge, <laughs> a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, but it's kind of crazy. Have you guys got any cosigns from any of like that like generation above you from any of those save money artists or like connect with anyone from that camp? Um, nothing like official. Right. I think we've heard that like Taylor Bennett fucks with us. I think. I don't want to like quote him and on he's that. A dude. Yeah. He's really great. Um, I don't. No, we haven't really gone. No one's really gone out their way to be like to say anything yeah, to us. Say anything. Maybe they'll change. Maybe. Hopefully. Maybe there's some people who like us. Yo. If y'all like us, say <laughs> blow our shit. lines. Yeah, definitely, let you know. definitely, let me know. I'm definitely trying to hear that, but um, yeah, we've never <laughs> had like, no one's really went out of their way to say anything. But you're young, you're yeah. young, and I feel like you know it seems like the reception is really strong in Chicago. And mm-hmm. Chicago is a strong, a small community. So if you guys are doing things, people are going to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were talking before the mic was on about the trajectory of you releasing music and you're doing a lot of singles these days. Yeah. Is that the plan going forward? It's just like individual song releases. Um, you never know. It kind of, I don't know. <laughs> or are you, are you looking at something bigger? I mean, well, we're right now we're just working on music, just yeah. trying to get a lot of songs together. Sure. Um, just have an arsenal. To do yeah. With. Yeah. We're not really sure how we want to release it. But there's more music coming. Just know that there is more music coming. Yeah. More music's on we're, the way. We're, we're in the, the kitchen. Are you thinking we're going to see more in 2017? Or are you laying low this year until a bigger thing next year? Or um, Not really planned out yet. Okay. We just kind of kind of see how things fall into place. How DIY is the kind of management side? Like, I was, I was talking to a guy named Scott. I don't know him personally. Um, but do you guys have, like you know, manager, publicist, release schedule guy, or is it really like kind of like all very in-house for you? It's a lot of in-house. A lot of in-house. So you're, you're like kind of learning as you go. Yeah. Oh yeah. So what's working? What are the things where you've been like, this is the thing to do. This is what people are responding to. Definitely just talking to people in person. Yeah, for sure. Julian, our drummer who's not here is like 
the king of socializing. Mm-hmm. Um, like just recently, um, he and I went to the Jamila Woods LSD video premiere at House mm-hmm. of Vans, and this man was just, I couldn't keep track of him. He was just going over, just not even like having deep conversations, just he would like tap someone and he'd be like, I remember you from here, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, oh, okay. You know, so that's a, good, that's a, good a lot. Yeah, no, he's, yeah. yeah. That's he, what you have to do. Um, I had to tell you guys, Shreddy Krueger in particular, the fucking jam. That song uh, is so good. Thank you. Boy, yeah. You. Thank you. I appreciate it. And it's all these like horror references. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I love, I love horror so much. We could have a whole separate podcast <laughs> conversation about what a great horror season we're coming up on with fucking the new Jigsaw movie and the it, new it and like, yeah. Oh my lord. Yeah. That's just going to be crazy. <laughs> that looks so good. It looks so good. Yeah. And the old it was like, I like the old it. I, right. I'm like, I'm it's a little huge, campy now, but yeah. but yeah. I mean, nowadays, like, you look at all of the like all older old horror movies, I right. guess. Horror mo- movies. Like, I was a big fan of like the name Man Wolves actually came from. Uh, American Werewolf, right? Yeah. American Werewolf in Paris? Saw, or in London. In London, okay. And yeah, I yeah. saw when I was a kid, freaked me out, and my mom <laughs> told me all the stories. You probably heard this already. But for those who don't know, who's new to Man Wolves, Man Wolves, the name came from I Was a Runt, and uh, I watched the movie called American Werewolf in London. And cheesy, definitely a cheesy ass horror movie. Saw it, freaked me out. And my mom, uh, to like calm my nightmares when I was like whatever six when I saw it. Sure. She would tell me stories of like man wolves to like kind of like mock the whole werewolf side of so it. So your mom was like, hey, you're scared of this thing? Let's make you more scared of this thing? No, she was kind of okay. like mocking it. Like okay. definitely like making right. it seem less than it was. And then like sure. it just stuck with me. I'm a huge movie watcher. Like I, right. there's definitely a bunch of like movie references and shit like that and all of our music and I mean I never want to be that guy who asks what a name means because that's such a like rookie amateur journalist question you know yeah. it's like college newspaper kind of stuff but man wolves <laughs> is a good it's a very like memorable name so it's very um, unique so it was just like it stuck in my mind when my mom used to tell it to me and then like we when we were in middle school like our friend group I used to call it the Midwest man wolves on yeah. some like just choke shit and then, like, we made We were a, a dodgeball team. Yeah, also. we were a dodgeball team. It was, you know. it was some... <laughs> and it was just, like, you know, there was a lot of good memories with, like, all of our friend group just with, uh, like, that. And then, you know, the band started not because we were all, like, musicians and we, like, pooled together because of musical talent. We were just, like, homies. Who played music. And, right. Yeah. It's how a, lot of, a lot, how a lot of great acts start. It's just, like, you guys just like being together and then it happen organically yeah. especially younger same thing with the name like when yeah. we were looking for a name we were just like shit we are like man fucking drop the midwest and we're like there you go yeah yep man wolves yeah uh, you know we're we're kind of like nearing the end of 2017 I mean, it's on the horizon yeah mm-hmm. you know like we're winding down the year what else is on deck for man wolves coming up you know so the, the hopes are to just get a lot of shows hopefully mm-hmm. we can start playing out of state more yeah. we have since played in Colorado, at Colorado College, and um, we played at Madison over Madison's the summer. A party town, man. Mar- Madison's fun. We unfortunately Great played over the summer, too. so there wasn't a lot of students there. But we're gonna try and get back there sometime this year. See if we can hit a college tour of some sorts. We just gotta work on setting that up. Yeah, yeah. Just what whatever we can do. Um, one of the things that we've been that's just 
really useful is we transferred over to from SoundCloud to Spotify mm-hmm. this past year. Spotify, Apple Music, title, if you all got that title, stuff. We got all that. Have you seen using the like stats. significant increase? Oh, in some yeah. places, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, outside of Chicago, Los Angeles, and New York, New York are like the big ones. And that's something that we just kind of want to work off of is looking at our Spotify stats, seeing where we have these listeners and setting shit You're up. You're doing the right thing, man. That's smart. It's like you, you have this analytics, this data available to you now at your fingertips. Go where that audience is exactly. and then grow that audience there. Yeah. That's smart. Um, so I tell this to everybody who comes on the podcast and I always mean it, which is as your story develops, as new things happen for you guys, like let's bring you back. Hell yeah. Like this is a Chicago-centric podcast. So we bring people back. We want to like talk to people over the years and develop a narrative and be like, have three or four or five chapters. And be like, cool, like we've checked in every like six or 12 or 16 months or whatever. And like, you know, we can see what's been going on for the band. So as new things are happening for Manwolves, please like come back. Without a we'll doubt. talk more. Course, I want to hear yeah. about like new things happening for you guys. For sure. I'm glad we got to start the conversation though tonight. Like um, Eli and Jamie from Manwolves, man, you guys killed it at Chop Shop the other night. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being so easy. Thanks for coming up, man. Of course. I appreciate Thank it with you both you guys. Us. Hell yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Take my class in the spring. Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> awesome. Sure. For sure. You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcast. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, Dynasty Descend.